This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. You ready, young Jamie? Yeah? Alright, hit that music. Spirits tearing down labels, clearing the vodka, bottle it up, don't bottle it up. Has anybody told you you're a mean ass drunk? Has anybody told you you're a mean ass drunk? Has anybody told you you're a mean ass drunk? Oh shit, oh, oh, I'm back, alright, you can turn that off. What's up everybody, welcome back, episode 60, the big 6-0. I tried to take a hit of my weed pen to celebrate, wait, congratulations, we did it, you guys made it with me. It's like so fucking many episodes, oh my gosh, I love you all for listening through, what's up everybody, how you doing, let's start with the basics, uh, young Jamie, pull up the uh, podcast, pro on it, bam. All right, let's do this quick because I got to go hit that. You know what I'm doing. You know what I'm here to do. What did I do last time? Last week, right after the podcast, I went to Monday Double Mics. Um, I tried to hit three. I tried to go to the spot. But next time, what will happen is I'm not going to go to Dingo's or I'll get to Dingo's early because evidently I thought sign up was seven, starts at 730. It starts at seven. So they're probably signing people up right now. It's 630 right now. So... Next time I'll just go to the spot and just and then go from the spot to uh, what's it called to uh, Boulevard, which by the way, both fun fucking nights, great time. Uh, Tuesday uh, I went to go hit the reserve the reserve club and then went to go to do barge after. Um, but by the time I got to barge, it literally ended maybe five minutes before I got there, according to uh, Miguel. Shout out to Miguel and the barge anyway. Be there next time. There's no uh, reserve next week, so let's see. Wednesday, what did I do Wednesday? Oh, yeah, Wednesday, um, I missed. Oh, yeah, I missed the mic. I went to this new mic in Raritan, and I uh, I missed it. Why did I write missed it? Because I didn't. I missed it. I got there at the end. Uh, the host said it just ended, um, but he said that the, the people that were there, there was probably about like six or seven people on the left side of the bar and then about five, six people on the, no, probably seven or eight because it was a couple there, a couple there, a couple there. So six to eight on the right. So probably like a lot of people, more than 10. And uh, not a lot, but it's a lot of people like considering us an open mic and they're non-comics. Um, yeah, it was good. It was fun. Uh, I went there. The, the host said pretty much that it just ended, but the stuff's still set up. Uh, so if I want to do some time, I'm, I'm able to do some time. So I did. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I loved it. Yeah. And then after that, I went to Wawa. I don't know why. Why did I drive an hour almost to go all the way from Raritan to North Bergen? Let's take a sip of coffee and think about that. This is water, actually. But I do want coffee, so I'm going to take a sip of coffee and think about it. Have I had a good time at Wawa in a long time? No. No, I haven't. So I think that was the last time I'm probably going to go there. Uh, Thursday, I went to, I did work, and then Chris uh, put on a show called Sets or Setbacks, and he let me and Luke and then eventually Brandon 
he let us all be the co-host or not co-host I guess roast panel and it was a lot of fun man it was a lot of fun we had probably a good 10 to 15 non-comics there and then probably 15 to 20 comics there so it was a pretty for Scotty's it was pretty full everybody was laughing having a good time evidently people didn't even want it oh is my neck rubbing against this sorry uh, evidently people didn't even want to go have a cigarette during they were having such a good time so let's keep that shit rolling Chris it'll have me on the next one I think uh, so you know even if he doesn't I'll definitely just go to the next one and be on, get roasted while I uh, while I do my time it was fun take a sip then Friday there were no open mics and so I hit up Chris uh, and after work and then me and Chris hung out for a long time it was a lot of fun not a long time like that. Like, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, Saturday night um, was supposed to be... Well, it kind of was still a date night. I had I, uh, me and a lady over here. I don't know what to call her. I'm not going to give her an official title. She's nice, though. She's cool. We've been seeing each other for a couple weeks now. Um, so we had date night, and then I kind of was like, Hey, by the way, um, would you want to go to drive... Want to go with me? We'll drive up to... Uh, Rhino, which is like the comedy place they do shows on Friday, and then after the shows, sometimes they'll do an open mic. So we hit the open mic. She got to meet some of my friends. She got to have a fun time. Then we left there, got a little food, came back home, had some more fun. Um, and it was a, it was a good date. It was a good it was a good time. Um, and then Sunday, I decided like me and her, we went to Six Flags. So it was super packed. Though, I'll tell you that it was too packed. It was too packed. We went on Superman. We were on that line for a good two to three hours. We, when we started, the sun was out, and when we ended, it was sundown. Granted, by the time we got there, because we all are like we're both not both. I'm definitely lazy, and I was. I thought, oh, we don't have to go that early, and so we didn't leave really early. And by the time we got there, it was like four o'clock. So I mean, it's not that terrible. We had a nice six hours there, but yeah, we got to hit the Superman ride. That was mad fun. We hit a bunch of other like smaller rides because there was no line, and turns out so smaller rides are just as terrifying as the big ones. Like the Superman ride, I actually was afraid. I haven't been afraid in a roller coaster, but probably since I haven't ridden them in a while, I like forgot that I am kind of a little bit afraid of roller coasters. And uh, but like the big ones, not so much. It's the little ones. Those things, you don't know if like you could trust that shit. Well, you kind of can though. And Six Flags. Yeah, we ended uh, the last ride we went on. It was like 9:55, and right before, I guess they do let it, we they close at 10 the park, but they let you stay on the on the the line ride, like whatever ride you're on. You could stay on that line until like after the ride closes, and so we were on line until probably like 10:30. Uh, but we went on the Wonder Woman lasso. Oh shit, man, that shit was kind of fun. It goes like 75. Imagine it's like a pendulum, but then it, on the bottom of the pendulum, it's also spinning. And like a clockwise or whatever, whatever fucking direction it's spanned. And it was just so crazy, dude. It was so crazy. So much fun. And I got a season pass. So uh, we'll be going back again, maybe. If not her, with her, I mean, I'll definitely go again. I got a season pass myself, so take a sip of coffee. So yeah, that's the, the update. We're keeping this quick. We're going to keep this rolling. What's on the news? What's new with the news? Let's just do this shit in straight order. Um, <clears throat> so remember last week when I was like a little worried about losing my job and I was, I was a little bit worried and now I'm not so much. 
because I figured it out for the most part. I kind of have a plan. God forbid I do lose my job because I'm not going to take the jabby poo. And they say, okay, well, we're going to let you go. Okay, well, what I'll do is I will go happily. Uh, I'll let them let me go. And then when they let me go, I'll collect my unemployment in the same time. Uh, you know, I'll be cashing out on, on those investments that I have. And uh, I'll look for a job in Texas. And I'll look for a place like a, probably an apartment or maybe a home. Because homes there are pre you know, pretty cheap considering houses are, are here in Jersey. So like the cost of renting here, I could probably get a whole home in fucking Texas. Maybe not now. Maybe it might cost a little bit more. But still, I'd rather, pay, if I can afford it too, pay a little bit more for to own a home. Yeah, not a, not a, that's a fucking stupid, why wouldn't I do that? Take a sip of coffee. Manny asked why I do this. So there's no dead air, Manny. Shout out to you. You asked. I answered. Um, and because I'm giving a shout out also to Dave Namry, who does that on his podcast. Listen to that. Storytime with Dave. Great podcast by Dave Namry. All right. Done with that. So yeah, why? why so yeah, I remember I was a little worried about that whole shit last week. Um, and then I see in the news, Governor Abbott of Texas, he's saying... No vax mandates in Texas. Uh, you know what, Jamie? Pull up the, uh, go to the internet and skim past all the porn, uh, and click on. Yeah, right there. It says Governor Abbott. Okay. So Governor Abbott issues executive order prohibiting vaccine mandates by any entity. Adds issue to special session agenda. Now he writes this whole thing. It's uh, I could read it. It's uh, pretty much says executive order number GA forty relating to prohibiting vaccine mandates subject to legislative action. Here's what the executive order says. Uh, I Greg Abbott. I'll skip the boring shit. Uh, blah 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 blah. Each uh, I renew the COVID declaration. Blah blah blah. It's a series of executive orders aimed at protecting the Texans. Blah blah blah. Okay, here it is. COVID-19 vaccines are strongly encouraged for those eligible to receive ones, but must always be voluntary, voluntary for Texans. And uh, I issued this executive order, GA 30, I issued executive order GA 35, 38, 39, to prohibit governmental entities and certain others from imposing COVID-19 vaccines mandates or requiring vaccine passports. And... Um, oh, this is a nice one. And yet another instance of federal overreach, the Biden administration is now bullying many private entities into opposing COVID-19 vaccine mandates, causing workforce disruptions that threaten Texas as this continued recovery from COVID-19 disaster. Whereas countless of Texans fear losing their livelihoods because, of, because they object to receiving a COVID-19 vaccination for reasons of personal conscience, based on a religious belief or for medical reason, including prior recovery from COVID-19. I really like that part, including prior recovery. So, um, and pretty much it ends with, I will rescind this executive order upon the effective dates of such legislation. Uh, blah, 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 no, uh, maximum, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the rest of it. And then go, go to the next one where it has his memo. I think actually it says it in here. Yeah, this was the pretty much it. He goes, I, Greg Abbott, governor of the state of Texas, by authority vested in me by Article 3, Section 40, uh, and Article uh, 6, sorry, five, uh, 4, Section 8, this is in Roman noodles, numerals, guys, so bear with me, of the con Texas Constitution, do hereby present the following additional subject to the 87th Texas legislator, third called session for consideration. 
legislation establishing that no entity in Texas can compel receipt of a COVID-19 vaccine by any individual, including an employee or a consumer who objects to such vaccine for any reason of personal conscience, based on a religious belief, for medical reasons, including prior recovery from COVID-19. Respectfully submitted, Governor Abbott, Governor Greg Abbott, you're the motherfucking man, so shout out to you. Take a sip of you water, you said. That was a lot of reading. Yeah. So yeah, Governor Abbott, you're the fucking man. I appreciate you doing that. That's pretty cool what you're doing for uh, for the people, you know? But um, with that being said, we do have to be careful because they're definitely keeping a database. I've been saying that with the Pfizer shit, you know what I mean? That they're keeping like a database of all the people who are unvaccinated and definitely the ones who are vaccinated. Plus, if you took part of the census that was going around during COVID, which they were, they even knocked on my door to make sure I did it. Like, what the fuck, man? It's like they know now who is and who isn't. It's whatever. They know I'm one of the people that's going to have balls. Let me take my nootropics. Nighttime nootropics, because I want to make sure I hit this mic after this. Oh. I just swallowed a fucking handful of pills. <clears throat> well, what were they, Yousef? Well, it's Hooperzine uh, A. There's Sunflower Lechitin. There's 5-HTP. There's New Mood. And there was uh, Vitamin C. Bam. And now that's everything I take for the nighttime. Right? Do I take? No, I take. Yeah, that's it. Whatever. All right, guys. So, yeah, that's that being said. They found Brian Laundry, who looks a lot like Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson, Brian Laundry, same guy. I don't know. You you tell me if you know Nick Johnson in the local New Jersey comedy community, and you know he's been missing for a long time. Before he said he quit comedy and became a bodybuilder. I think he met a lady and was going across the country, uh, recording with her, and he got annoyed by her. If you watch the video, you kind of see what I mean. Like the one, the body cam one. She's like a little weirdo, kind of wild, and then basically. Yeah, I mean, I don't say I'm not justifying what he did. Obviously, I'm saying that was wrong. But he did it. And he got rid of her. And then he got rid of himself, or he just, I don't know. So rest in peace, Nick Johnson, Brian Laundry. You're going to be missed, Nick Johnson. Brian Laundry, not so much. You have a weird last name, man. Laundry, you know what they were doing for the king. The Laundry. Uh, my mom, my mom. Guys, remember when we went to uh, war with Afghanistan and Iraq because of the war on terror? And really, it was... Sorry about that spitty noise. That was just me playing with my shit. Um, remember when we went to war with Iraq because they have weapons of mass destruction and there was a war on terror and it was all lies? Well, really what that was, it was, it was Hal, Halliburton, who, was, who had a big... Who made a lot of money for Vice President at the time, Dick Cheney, um, that was why we went to war. So Halliburton could make money. To rebuild nations that we destroyed, that were fine. You know, Iraq. Was Saddam a bad guy? Of course, absolutely he was. But you know what? In the Middle East, uh, you kind of needed some of those bad guys to keep those people in check. Because look what happened when you get rid of them. They were form ISIS and Al-Qaeda and this one and that one. And take a sip of coffee. All right, before Al-Qaeda, after Al-Qaeda, before ISIS, wasn't there somebody else too? Not the Taliban either. 
But like you see what I'm saying? Like you need some of these rulers in these regions sometimes. And I'm not justifying the mistreatment of humans in any way. But absolutely don't mistreat humans in order to massively overcharge the American public so you can make some side cash as vice president. And I'm sure a lot of other people are getting their kickbacks. Now, that kind of leads to right now we have the war. We went from the war on terror, like I've said before, to the war on germs, you know, with the vid. But who's making the money now? It's big pharma. They're making sure they make all the money. They don't want to share. That's their money, not yours. You don't get none of that money. Yeah. So what else? Barry Weiss video. Let me do that. Let me want to. Three. We'll do this. Barry. Hey, pull up, Jamie. I said the Barry Weiss video. You know? Did you know what that means? Can you? Can you go to the YouTube and go to the library? Yep. Go to my playlist right there. The one. Where is it? It says podcast. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it there either. Don't worry. I'm not mad at you now. Yeah, scroll through these slowly because I think these are not being put in an order. Okay, good. Okay, I've seen all those. Oh, wow, I don't have any videos except for this Barry Weiss one and the Sanjay Gupta one. Oh, yeah, play it, bro. What are you, what are you waiting for? No, no, stop, stop, from the beginning. We're not going to play the whole thing, but start it. All right, make sure the volume is good for, for them, uh, please. Tens of millions of Americans who aren't on the hard left or the hard right who feel the world has gone mad. So in what ways has the world gone mad? Well, you know, when you have the chief reporter on the beat of COVID for the New York Times talking about how questioning or pursuing the question of the lab leak is racist, the world has gone mad. When you're not able to say out loud and in public that there are differences between men and women, the world has gone mad. When we're not allowed to acknowledge that rioting is rioting and it is bad, and that silence is not violence, but violence is violence, the world has gone mad. When we're not able to say that Hunter Biden's laptop is a story worth pursuing, the world has gone mad. When in the name of progress, young school children, as young as kindergarten, are being separated in public schools because of their race, and that is called progress rather than segregation, the world has gone mad. There are dozens of examples that I could share with, with you and with and your you viewers. And you often say, you say... Pause, 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 JB. You see that? <clears throat> He's jumping right in there. Ooh, I, I fucking hate this uh, skelter, helter, skelter, fucking fat fuck. All right, play. Knows this, and... You say we're not allowed, we're not able. Who's the people stopping the conversation? Who are they? You, you fat fuck. Um, people that work at networks, <laughs> frankly, like the one I'm speaking on right now, who Which try is CNN? and claim that you know, oh, he gives it, a was, weird look. it was racist He's like, what? to investigate the lab leak theory. It was, but I mean, let's just take an example. Who said that at CNN? Oh, oh, well, a quick fact check. Uh, you can see that he, you haven't talked about any of that. So who said that at CNN? Yeah, that's actually <coughs> what is said at CNN. You can watch more of that, but pretty much it's, it's Barry Weiss um, confronts Brian Stelter, you know, uh, over, you know, lab leak. You could also just look up uh, Barry Weiss, World's Gone Mad, and it's pretty good. It's pretty interesting. Um, 
Let's see, how much do I want to do here? The video, we're going to pull that up after. Do we have any more videos? Go back there. No, you don't have that one because we did that before already. All right, so let's go with this Alec Baldwin. Actor Alec Baldwin. So here's the scoop that I got. Um, when you're on set, why were there only two people on set? Evidently, he was shooting a movie and a bunch of people walked out over safety concerns. Now, when you're doing a movie with a prop gun, evidently you're supposed to uh, make sure that it's cleared, which means, let's say the gun is a, is a six-shooter or it's a handgun that would hold, let's say, 12 rounds. You, you do is you clear the chamber. It's when you cock the gun back. That clears a chamber or chambers around if there is one in there. And then you aim it at the ground and you shoot it until it's clear however many bullets are in there to make sure that there's nothing in there, even if it was a blank or whatever, bam, nothing's going to happen. Clearly, you don't really have to do that except for a revolver. You'd want to do that the six times because there could be one in the chamber, but you'd be able to see it, you know? Now, the point of doing that is to make sure that the gun is all clear before you hand it over, and they say that the gun is all clear, and that's where I think Alec Baldwin maybe got set up. Now, why did some random non-actor get hot shot, and why was she shot not on film is a weird question because... I thought this was during a scene, and apparently it was during rehearsal. So that kind of makes some sense. So during rehearsal, he gets shot. Uh, or she, he shoots this one lady, and it goes through, and it hits the other one. And the person who was uh, in charge of, of doing, I think they all stepped out. I'm trying to remember exactly how I heard this story. But it was like, apparently, they had used, somebody was using that gun earlier that day for target practice, and I guess forgot, and then they didn't actually clear the gun. But when they handed the gun to Alec Baldwin, they told him the gun was clear. So that sucks. You know? I mean, he's not a very nice guy, evidently, either. So, you know, it kind of sucks even more that that guy's getting shafted even more like this. But, you know what? Maybe he deserved it. Oops, and dropping shit in the podcast. Good job, Jamie. Good job. Dropping shit in the podcast. Good job. We'll take a sip of coffee. So, yeah. Me and Kyrie Irving. Did I talk about Kyrie Irving, or did I just do the Alec Baldwin story? I think I just skipped that. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, Alec Baldwin story, and is it done pretty much? Let me see. Do I have anything else? Oh, it was probably a distraction. I don't know what it was a distraction from, but I think it was this Biden town hall where he's pretty much telling people. Like, it was wild. I don't know where I saw that. Let me, um, you know what? Go, go to, yeah, go to um, the library and go to history. I just want to see if it was something I saw recently. Damn it. Come on. Nope. That sucks. It was this fucking town hall and I had Joe Biden on it. I could probably just look it up. I'm not going to look it up. It's going to be so, it's probably so hidden. Because he's pretty much saying like, are you willing to let go anybody who's not willing to take the vaccine? He goes, yeah, yeah, of course I am. 97% of these people are already vaccinated. So you're really going to fire 3% of people because you don't, because they need to get it? Or you're, you're like, are you sure that you're not just threatening them? Because 90% of people who are compliant, is, I don't think that works. I think that's just more of the people who, who still are there. If they, like when he's like, oh, you know, Delta Airlines and, and Spirit Airlines, they, they, you hear they want to have people walk off. That's, 
It's malarkey. You know, the 97% of them are vaccinated because they lost 57% of them. In Chicago, they're about to lose 50% of the police force. That means they're going to get to 100% vaccine, vaccinated. We're going to be 50% down in overall number, but we'll be at 100% vaccination. I'm Joe Biden. Jesus Christ. I don't know how we got there, how we got here with this guy. All right, let's do some quick shit before we leave. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, I don't know much about basketball, but he's a basketball player, and uh, he's not getting vaccinated, so they're not letting him play, and uh, he's standing up against him. He goes, I don't think I need to get vaccinated, and I don't think we need, I don't, look, if you want to take it, take it. I'm not telling anybody don't take, I'm telling you don't take it, but I'm not telling you don't take, that you shouldn't take it, like, I'm telling you you shouldn't take it, but I'm not judging you if you did take it. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do or not do. I'm not Dr. Youssef. He's not here right now. Okay, he's out being a doctor, saving lives. He's not just being on TV like, quote-unquote, Dr. Fauci. Who's, by the way, uh, I saw another thing. I have to talk about that next week. Apparently, he's under indictment. I don't know. I got to look into that story. As I hit my nicotine vape. All right. What to do... Let's talk about... Fuck Colin Powell, he died. Let's say that. Let's do that one. Fuck Colin Powell, he died. He lied to America. He backed people up. He got us into a war that killed millions of Muslim people and millions of Iraqis, uh, all for the sake of pushing a fake agenda and a fake war. And if he was a real good person, he was really kind, he wouldn't have been praised just for being a half-black guy like Condoleezza Rice. They fucking used those people. Those were motherfucking Uncle Toms. Those are fucking, uh, whatever they're called, um, high diversity higher bullshit shit. They blame them after things don't work out. That was such a fucking bullshit, that guy and all those people. And what they did. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Let's go with Project Bluebeam. Do you guys know what Project Bluebeam is? No, you have. Some of us have still were on the blue pill. We need you to give us some red pill. Okay, so Project Bluebeam. Is this still recording? Good. Project Bluebeam is when it's supposed to be a uh, one of these secret projects by the government to pretend to have a UFO invasion. They're either going to come as peaceful and then try to provide technologies to us and say that they are actually the creators of us and they're going to have uh, many ways of showing us artificial things like maybe the birth of Jesus or or the way that they created us, or the way they say they created us, maybe from monkeys or some shit like that. And they're going to be able to trick a lot of people and that's fine if you're, if you're one of the sheeple. I'm sure you, know, you probably were the first couple people to get a jab. You're ready to get the booster. You don't care what's in it. You're just ready to do whatever you're told then by all means, you know, you'll fall for this. The other way is that, uh, like that old speech where the, when they brought down the wall, I think it was Nixon, and he's like, you know, wouldn't it be great if an, if an outside force or an alien force from outside this world were to attack us, how quickly we would resolve our differences and unite together against a common foe? And that's another thing. They pretty much told you a Project Bluebeam could be. Here's the weird thing you're gonna you're gonna possibly see. Um, that's gonna probably be the beginning of because Pro, Project Bluebeam is also and I'm not gonna have to get too religious in here, but you know it's uh, 
Project Bluebeam is going to be a way for the Antichrist to come here, you know what I mean? A way to set it up for him, if you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, you know? And uh, just don't don't be surprised if, if uh, one of these uh, other countries uh, attacks Israel and then Israel with a nuke and then Israel decides to retaliate with a nuke and hit Damascus. Why Damascus? Well, it's very important because that's from the podcast that I watched. I don't remember the exact reason, but it's something to do with the revelations. And then probably that's when, you know, the, the Antichrist, uh, the Jal, as many seen call it, and some of the other Muslim people, and, you know, all that's going to start coming out maybe, and they're going to have some aliens come down and say, hey, whoa, whoa, you guys can't be using nukes. Remember the first time when you guys did that and we came down and we started shutting your shit down? Well, hey, we're, we're going to come and shut your shit down again. Can't be doing that. We need this planet. All of us. Anyway. What's in the jab, bitch? I don't know if you're able to find this. Go um, go to the messages. And go to the mine. Uh, there. Oh, here it is. Yeah, perfect. That's that Biden video. But first it was do uh, Dr. Karen covers what's in the COVID vaccine. Let's see if we can watch this. Well, you don't know how to hit play? Well, you don't know how to use BitChute? Me either. Uh, hit refresh, try it again. Hit play. So tell us, when you came back to the United States, uh, what, what, what were you, what did you see when you saw the pandemic and everything that was happening? And then the vaccine came out. What did you see and what is your, you feel like your role that you're playing right now? Oh, I mean, I think we all know by now that they changed science overnight. All of a sudden we're some healthy people are wearing masks. No, I mean, everything goes against OSHA standards, everything a hospital standards were, everything changed overnight because of a short man who just said on the television, who even said they don't work, they're just symbolic. Yep. And then everybody followed. And then it was just unbelievable. We're using tests that do not <laughs> work. Yep. And in December, the CDC says, oh, yeah, the PCR test has never worked. It's not accurate. We're going to stop it in December. But they're still mandating the test at working to travel. Aren't we in an upside down world right now? Because nothing makes rational sense. Like, this is crazy. So, and, and of course, I saw the ingredients. And that was what really made me speak up because I saw that they're doing a blitzkrieg on us. They're putting all the technologies that I ever learned about into these vials and launching it on humanity, which is, these are crimes against humanity, what they're doing. They're lying to everybody. And so I started speaking on this, but then I'm a person I like to know for myself. I want to see, I've always been like that. So I'm like, I want to see what's in the vials. So I, so tell I me took what's a microscope, a compound microscope, and I looked at some samples, which... You're not supposed to, but I did because, hey, this is us. We need to see what's going on inside. And I looked at Moderna and recently um, J&J, and I was horrified because everything that I have been talking about, I pretty much identified the synthetic um, items inside of there as well as, um, you know, some other kind of right there. That's a, that's a metal fleck. Okay, so it's very opaque as you can see, and it's it's kind of an exotic metal. I don't know what that is, but there are many different things like that inside the vial. Um, you know, and this is, oh, this is the most disturbing one. So this thing, um, 
was on the edge of the cover slip. This is about 400 magnification. And actually, it actually lifted itself up off of the slide. I'm not joking. And had these little tentacles, right? So it was actually up off the slide. Wow, and it looks like a bug. Yes. And I'll, I'm just going to tell you this, that it was the only thing on this, in this, there's a lot of things under the vial, in the vial, okay? A lot of things that should not be there. <laughs> and so when I saw this, I was, it almost seemed like it was self-aware. Now, this is my interpretation. It doesn't mean it's true. Now, these were many things in there, these kind of filaments or fibers, let's say. And you could see there's a cube structure on the very end. These are very, these are synthetic. These um, colors were appearing as the light was hitting it over time. And royal blues, purples, yellows, etc. And anything that was translucent, then it turned into a color. So anything that turns into a color with just a white light exposing it, um, that can be an indication of a possible superconducting, uh, superconductor material in the solution, which means it's an injectable computing system. Just like Moderna, this is Moderna, just like Moderna told us. We're putting an operating system in you. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that now, so there's a filament on the left and then there's that organism now, that organism on the right, I, I don't know how to identify it. It's very, very strange, but no one should be having that injected inside them. I don't see that listed on the ingredients of Moderna. And I can tell you, I looked at another vial recently and it was the same. I saw another one of those tentacle-like structures. So this is repeated. This is another kind of opaque, metallic-like um, substance inside there. Um, I mean, these, like I said, it, this is just an edge of the cover slide. It was. This is just showing how all these uh, particles that were being very colored were going to the edge of the cover slide. And I observed over two hours how they were aggregating and kind of coalescing and forming structures um, over the two hours. They had some sort of a programmed... Uh, it's, this is just my observation. So let's pause so that. the point is... That was wild. Now, what you didn't see in the last thing, because, again, you guys are hearing this. Anybody who wants to see this video, it's on BitChute. It's called Dr. Kerry Mad Madage. Made, J, M-A-D-E-J, uncovers what's in the COVID vaccines. Now, if you need me to send this to you, I can send it to you. Um, it was sent to me. Um, and then, yeah, I have to send it to my producer, Jamie, who now has it on his possession, too. So if you want, hit up Jamie. But if you don't have his number, he's still a child. He's not on my plan yet. Let me take a sip of water. The wild thing was it looked like there was some kind of an organism that she said looked, appeared to be sentient. God damn it. God damn it. Did it? Okay, it didn't stop recording. Anthony fucking Quinn was calling me. And I'm going to... Oh, my God. I would beat his ass. <clears throat> I'm not trying to end this fucking recording yet. Soon, soon. Not yet. So, in one of the slides, it was showing the metal flakes. Now, why metal flakes doesn't matter. Well, they need material to build. Let's just say. Let's just hypothetically. Let's go to hypothetical land with me, guys. So, you need material to build this supercomputer that they're saying, this operating system within. Let's just say. And let's just say that that organism that appeared to be sentient was also happened to be, uh, what's it called? Um, maybe let's say the driver or the controller. Now that thing had tentacles and it looked very demonic. It did not look very, uh, very helpful in this. And now let's just go ahead and say that that other thing that they said looked like a firmament, like a superconductor uh, filament and also um, with a little black cube on the top.
that those now when they all started coalescing in the middle of the the cup she said that there was all throughout the cup and then in the end it just starts like forming some kind of a structure in the middle let's just go in hypothetical land and say maybe they're putting uh, an injectable robot into you that can you know like you've been seeing nanobots and all that shit even from uh what was it jason x was that the one where he's in space or maybe it was uh, yeah i think that was the one where he's in space and they like rebuild his body with like nanobots well, how do you know that's not now available, that they can't just rebuild shit inside of you with nanobots and start controlling us? So I'll keep that out of myself. But um, let's end with this so I could go to the mic on time. Um, go to right here. Uh, yeah, that one. With city vaccine mandates, I'm wondering where you stand on that. Should police officers, emergency responders, be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go yes and yes uh, by, the way, by the way i waited until uh july to talk about mandating because i tried everything else possible the mandates are working all the stuff about people leaving and people getting it you have you have everyone from united airlines to spirit all these airlines and we're not going to get all 96, 97% of the people have gotten the vaccine. Because that's all that's left. About all these folks who are going to leave the military if they're, they're mandated. Not true. You got about a 90-some percent vaccination rate. I mean, so there's a... Because the everyone else left. That, uh, look, the two things that concern me, one are those who just try to make this a political issue. Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. No, I mean, come on, freedom. Come on, number one. freedom. Number two, the second one is that, uh, you know, the, the gross misinformation that's out there. Uh, as, as many as, as one... It was replaying, you could end that. Yeah, thank you for hitting that one. Thank you for whatever. Yeah, freedom, uh, come on, freedom. I'm not out there killing anybody. You know what you, you could be. Took a sip of water. So anyway, that's that's where we're at in the nation right now. It's seven o'clock on a Monday, and I'm trying to hit two mics, and it's supposed to rain so much, so I'll wear some boots, and then I'll bring an umbrella like a little prepared person. I say little cause children love umbrellas and raincoats, and I don't have a raincoat. Yeah. Um, shout out to Pepe, yo, he was hitting me up, yeah, I don't know anything about Puerto Rico, I need to learn more about Puerto Rico, he was, um, I don't know if I, I can't pull it up while I'm doing this, otherwise it will end the recording, but he was saying, like, look something up, and I'm gonna look it up for next time, how about that, Pepe, I got you, bro, and shout out to Ham for sending me a couple videos this week, he sent me that one about, like, what's in the jam, bitch, so it's pretty interesting stuff, you know. We'll say nine, and then I wanted to do. You know what? Do I? You know what? Fuck it. Let's play some. Of, let's see if you can pull up. Go to the Spotify real quick. Uh, you're on one already. That's the. Uh, but I finished that one. It's fine. All right, go back. Uh, go to Joe Rogan. No thanks. Yep, and then go to the Sanjay Gupta one. Yeah, hit play. All right. Um, <laughs> 
pause it. All right, let's go to, let's just play a couple of these. 27 minutes. Oh, no, wrong one. We're supposed to be the one with Michael Malice, actually. Sorry. Sorry about that, Jamie. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, that one. Good. All right, go to 27 minutes, 45 seconds. Hopefully they don't make me play an ad. Let's see. It's like 30 cents a dose. Now, Merck has its own antiviral that's supposed to do the same thing that they claim ivermectin does, as does Pfizer. They're both about to release it. I don't know if that's why the FDA is making snarky tweets about it being veterinary medicine, but I do know that it was used for humans for fucking years yeah. before they ever started using it for animals. And I also do know that there is a massive amount of medications that have veterinary applications, including well, penicillin. Well, Joe, it's like me calling Child Protective Services because my neighbor was feeding her baby cat food, and by cat food, I mean milk. Yeah, it, right. it, it, I mean, right. it, it's it's insane. Like, it's insane. Uh, dogs take Xanax and all, all yes. these other things, so it, it's... Wait a minute, dogs take Xanax? Yeah. People have, like, anxiety-ridden dogs? Of course. I get guarantee it's the person. Or uh, cats, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah come yeah. over to my house. My dog just lays down. <laughs> I know, I met your dog with Marshall. Yeah, yeah, he's a sweet... He, just, he doesn't need Xanax. Because he's fucking... He's a dog. He's, he's chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but actually some people get rescued. All right, pause. Um, yeah. So pretty much he was talking about how, yeah, they're, the way that they talk about ivermectin when, because it's approved by, for animals, is like a lot of shit's approved for animal use. Like that was great for malice, but like, yeah, like, I'm not going to call child protective service because my neighbor's feeding his kids cat food, which is milk. Like, you know, it's bullshit. Um, go up. To you can play it right there, actually. Yeah, thank you. Because when you have choices, Reading the notes. that means that person who wants to be the one to go to no longer is the one who has all the answers. Well, this is what is so funny about that. They don't understand that when they say things that are absolutely untrue, it diminishes their authority. They, they, they're not even aware of what they're doing. Like they have an alternative. When Don Lemon goes on with lie? Sanjay yep. Gooper, Gupta and says, actually, it really is a veterinary medicine. It really no, is but a that's not what he, this, is, this was the lie. He goes, it's not a lie to say it's also used as horse medicine. Goes, that's not what you said. Yeah, that's not what you said. You didn't say yeah. this drug, which also is used for horses. <clears throat> of, of what relevance is that? It doesn't have any relevance. Exactly, exactly what you're talking about with penicillin right. and, and with like a, a gigantic number of medicines that also have veterinary applications. But by doing that, you just you just prove my point. They, they don't even understand what they just did. You, you think no one's, like it's gonna end with you? See, because it used to be that way. They would say something and no one would have recourse. Do you know what this but is? But when you're yeah. saying something and then the person you're saying it about has literally 10 times the audience you do. You dumb motherfucker. Do you know what you did? You just proved my point. Pause it. Bam. Joe Rogan with the motherfucking nail on the coffin. And, you know, it's a, it was a good point what he's saying right there because he, exactly, like, if if you're doubling down on a lie like that, I can't trust you, corporate news network. I was about to take you off my phone, except I need your stupid-ass headlines so I can screenshot them and put them on fucking uh, Instagram stories. By the way, follow my Instagram, at uh, Yousef Goff. I post stories there. I post shit sh I find funny on the Internet. Um, and some, you know, yeah, whatever. They're not usually mine. Um, but yeah, like, uh, that's how fucking dumb. And then, you know, it was, I saw this uh, great meme. Um, it was, it says, uh, it goes Joe Rogan. And then it has like his quotes. Like he's saying, I'm drinking some water today. Stay hydrated. And then it's, uh, and then it goes CNN quotes, 
Joe Rogan admits to uh, consuming dihydrogen monoxide, a chemical or a solvent used in cooling uh, nuclear reactors. And it's like, you mean water? Like, you dumb motherfuckers is going to twist the story like that? Like, yeah, it's true, but that's not fucking what he... You know what I mean? Like, you're just trying to make dumb people think that he's an idiot. And it makes you look like an idiot, and it makes the people who believe you also look like idiots. Play the last clip. It's, uh, where is it? 44 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, that's good enough. The meme is so innocuous. And what year is this? Is this like 2017? You can see at the very top in the URL. Okay, so that, isn't it crazy that the world has changed that much in four years? Because it really has. How so? I mean, they're still pulling the shit. This, yeah, but this they, would never say, they would never say anything like this anymore. Yes, they would. I don't think they Oh, would. in a second. I don't think they would. I don't they know. said worst about you. Yeah, but I think the, the podcast, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. By saying I took horse medication? I, I'm, I, I mean, they're trying to make you out to be a clown, and uh, see, uh, Gupta called this the lion's den, like you're some he, kind no, of antagonist. No, 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 no. Listen, Gupta's a nice guy. Let me, let me, let me clarify this, because this is important, because Gupta's getting attacked. Sanjay Gupta is a neurosurgeon. He's a guy who worked literally like a fucking 110 hours a week for years and years and years to become a neurosurgeon. Sure. He's a socially awkward introverted guy who's a medical pundit on cnn right when he's communicating with them and he's doing these like short form conversations when he's dealing with like a powerful personality like don lemon it's very difficult to get your point across one of the things that he's been accused of that is not correct is that people said that he agreed that it was a veterinary medicine that's not what he agreed what what don lemon said don lemon said that it was also used as a horse dewormer and it's not approved by the FDA for use for COVID. And he said that's correct. That's what, what he meant was it's not approved for COVID. He tried to talk and Don interrupted him. And he actually called me and we had a conversation about this. Okay. He, he's not a bad guy. He's a very good guy. But he's also a guy that is a real practicing neurosurgeon, right? So he's insanely busy. And he's not up on all this propaganda Wait a minute, you don't think he got I... you can pause it there thank you jamie you saw my See, jamie's getting on the ball i start pointing at him and he pauses it yeah so <clears throat> I, I wanted to really commend oh that was a funny face rogan's making on this pause screenshot that for me jamie thank you um yeah so i wanted to commend rogan because he's actually be he's like look i talked to gupta though he's like he's He's not even pulling the CNN back on CNN. He's saying, no, like, Gupta was trying to, to fucking talk, but he kept getting interrupted, and he's a nice guy, and he even talked to me after. Like, he's a fucking doctor, you know what I mean? Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a good note to end on. It's like, hey, even if you guys talk bad about me, I'm going to talk nice about you. And you also have to think about Gupta and, and his position. Dr. Gupta is getting paid by CNN. You think he's going to give up that easy money when all they wanted to do is read a script? No. He's not going to give up that easy money. He wants that easy money. We all do. Now, on that note, uh, Jamie, fucking, let's play the uh, outro. Um, what else do I want to say? Shout out to you guys. I appreciate you guys always for listening. Um, this is episode 60. Obviously, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. I'll figure it out. I'll post it once I get to the next mic. Uh, or once I get to the mic, and then um, also I want you guys to uh, like and subscribe, uh, follow, share, follow the Instagram at Piscoff Podcast. 
uh, follow my regular Instagram at Yusef Golf. And if you're on Spotify and you look at the episodes, the new episode, like if you actually click on it right before you hit play, I guess, you can see there's going to be questions there. The question I'm pretty much just going to ask is, what do you want me to talk about? So if you guys have suggestions you don't want to actually write in, you can write in there, and it's, I think it's anonymous. Um, in fact, um, um, I don't know, I can't check it right now because I'm recording the podcast, and I should have checked it. So we'll see. Maybe I have some for next time. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Play that outro music. Let's make this uh, maybe 49 minutes. So we'll play it for a minute, and then we'll fucking go to more mics. I'll sing a little bit for you guys. This is Our Time by Brady Spencer and The Wolf. And the other song was, um, was Mean Ass Drunk by Watson. Two together, you always are the one who knows just what we need. You always are the one who stays home with the baby. You gonna be the one who stays right here with me. I've been working down to my bloody mess. And I've been working steady down to the bone. I've been working hard as I can to just find some time. Time to get you all alone. So we can, we can go and out on the city. Have a little whiskey and wine Baby, you know it's so pretty And I don't know how the baby you're mine This is our time Later, y'all. Fade it out, Jamie. Love you all, bro. For real. Have a great fucking week, man. For real, if you start listening to this, I know it's Monday night when I'm recording this, and I know I said I was going to not talk, but, you know, I want you to know I appreciate you. You know, it's a Monday night. You may be listening to this during the week. I want you to know you're going to have a fucking great week if you know you're going to have a great week. And if you think you're having a bad week, hit me the fuck up. I'll pump you up. You're going to have a fucking great week. All right? Get after it. I love you. Bye.